Hi, and welcome to the Salam Podcast. I'm your host, Jay Terrio, and holy moly, I am so thrilled for this episode in particular. In this episode, I got to interview one of my very dear friends and one of the spiritual leaders here in Lafayette, Louisiana, where I live and where I'm from. She is a yoga teacher, a studio owner, a guru, an open-hearted badass. She's just incredible and she has so much to offer and so much to share. And what I really love about her is her ability to literally hustle so hard for this life that she's cultivated for herself while simultaneously slowing down and still living a life of intention. It's all the perfect balance of masculine and feminine, and she just has so much to offer. What's really cool about her is that she knows her worth. She knows what she brings to the table. She brings it, and there's no questions asked. There are so many twisted spiritual groups that tend to compare and compete and this woman there's no competing with her because she genuinely wants to love and support everyone she wants us all to live this beautiful conscious loving life and she knows that no one can do it like her and no one can do it like you and I just have a deep, deep appreciation for, for this woman. So on today's episode, I got to interview Amani Harbor. Like I said, she's a yoga teacher, studio owner, all around badass. She owns the yoga studio here in Lafayette called Zenden, which is expanding and offers not only yoga, but sound healing for all the full moons. They do mindful moon flows, there's meditation, there is, there are constantly events supporting healing and supporting connection and community. She really does it all and she's the first, I would say, the first in this area to really offer all of the goodness that she offers in the way that she offers it because she comes from the most authentic and true place. She does not come from a place of being money hungry or centered in ego. It genuinely, she lives and loves by the yogic teachings that she's studied. She lives and loves by truth. And yeah, I'm, I'm pumped for this. I can't say that enough. I hope you enjoyed this conversation. If you'd like to connect more with Amani, follow her yoga studio on Instagram at zen underscore den underscore Lafayette. And you can keep in touch with all of her events. You can follow her journey. You can see all the ways she's expanding. And you can get involved and become a part of this really fucking badass community. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll see you on the other side. What do I have to do to get to the place to feel like the ultimate bloom? I think that is the human condition, though. It's like, when is enough enough? Because mm. I feel good. 
But I'm like, is there more? Well, and you've, I mean, at this point, you're 28, right? Yeah. And you've already, but you've already accomplished so much more than so many other 28 year olds that I know. You're so right. But like, what else? <laughs> I, and I love that though. It's, you have this hunger for more. Well, yeah. Cause it's like, it comes easily, luckily. Well, and you, from what I know about you and I've seen from you is that you are a doer. Mm-hmm. Like you just, you, you create a vision in your head and you're like, oh, that's, well, that's what we're doing. Well, yeah. Yeah. The time is now. But it's like how many people actually do that? Like, think about it. I know so many people, myself included, who have dreams, but there are all these blocks that keep us from really pursuing and stepping into the dream. And you just, like, you have a vision, and then that vision is reality. Well, I have the answer to that, but (laughs) we can get into it. Yeah, no, give it to me. Oh, well, the answer to that and the reason behind that is because at a really young age, I found out what it felt like to want something and not fail. And I think that at a young age, you get, um, what do you call it, like like that trauma from like trying something and failing. But I remember when I was 18, I didn't have that many friends. I was in band and I wanted to be homecoming queen. And I was like, well, I have all the odds against me. Like there's absolutely no possible mm. way that I could ever do this. But if I do it, <laughs> like then I will know that I'm capable of absolutely anything. My mom always told me, um, because we were in the church, Christians growing up, she's like, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And I have it tattooed on my arm. Yeah. It's because on that moment, when I made Homecoming Queen, without any way, there's absolutely no way, after all these cheerleaders, these people in the, you know, student council and all these things, yeah. but it's me? Yeah. Oh, bitch. I can do all things. <laughs> I, I think it's so funny. I had no idea that that was even... A thing, right? Yeah, an experience. But so random. It's but it's not. I like that set you up. That set me up to know that when all the odds are against me, I shall persevere. Mm. There's no reason why you can't do absolutely the most random thing, no matter <laughs> how big, bold, and crazy it is. Because right. like if you did that, girl, go hard, go in, do more, go in like that really put a fire in my ass. Yeah, and I think it's the kind of thing, too, where you hear in a lot of spiritual texts and even just conversations, like, if your mind can perceive it or can create the vision, then there's no reason why it couldn't be your reality. Right. And I really, really, really feel that. Yeah. Like, immediately after that, life became a snowball effect of just opportunities. Mm. Until this very moment, it hasn't stopped, and I don't see it ever stopping. No. And so that's why I say, like, how do I know? Like, I want that full bloom moment. Mm. I want to truly feel like, when does that, like, end all be all feeling? I don't think it's ever going to happen. I'm going to be at 150. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I think... I think it's a mixture of being a choice that you make of like, Mm. okay, I have every goal I've ever created for myself, every vision I've ever had, I've attained it, you know? So it's like at that point, it's like anything else I envision or desire is already mine. Like it's already. So then that makes it now. Right. So Mm. this is your moment. Everything's already in bloom. Okay, fine. (laughs) 
that's that's profound that's deep that is but it's like it's still okay for you to want to and to want the next thing to envision the next thing to dream the next thing but it's also on the flip side of that okay for you to feel like you have everything you could ever need and want right now yeah I think it's important that I feel that more and that we all feel that more Mm. you know like really like getting present in the gratitude it's so hard for me especially because there's always something else to do right well there's some there's always something you were so busy there's always something like tugging at your leg for you to do it it always yeah it never stops so I'm like okay instead of sitting in gratitude right now instead I'm gonna go ahead and like plan the next thing that I'm gonna do absolutely it never stops and I think the way life the way life works it probably won't ever stop but there will be like pockets of just stillness mm-hmm. yeah where things are quiet and are quiet-ish mm-hmm. and you're like okay this is one of those like down moments where I can really really take a breath and take a step back yeah like right now right now good <laughs> I love that I love that we're in one of those pockets of peace yeah so Okay, personally, I have known you as a very multidimensional being. Like, from the moment I met you, like, I've known you since college, and I watched your evolution from Thursday nights at Cowboys (laughs) to you, like, making women feel beautiful at Ulta to now making people feel so powerful through your work with your yoga studio. And you've really answered this call the spiritual call to step up, to lead, and to be this trailblazer. Because I can honestly say before you and before you started this studio, there was nothing like this in Lafayette specifically. Yeah. And I just would love for you to tell me and to tell anyone who's going to stumble upon this episode about you and who you are and what led you to, like, what woke you up on the spiritual path to start yoga and to say I'm going to start a yoga studio because I want to inspire people and I want to I want to foster a community where people can feel empowered and feel good Mm -hmm. I'm like literally emotional thinking about like like thinking about the path to it you know what I mean like I barely rarely ever think about the path to where I am because I think that I was thinking this earlier while you were telling me about like all of your dreams and goals is like dreams I don't really like have them I think that I just feel into what I feel now and then I just answer the call that I'm feeling now Mm. so I never dreamed of doing this okay I never dreamed of even being a yoga teacher right I never dreamed of being in charge or being a leader Mm -hmm. or considered myself powerful at all this was never anything that I wanted or thought that I could ever do. Yeah. But as life lives, <laughs> I answer and I just always feel it in my body as if it's a fuck yes or a fuck no. Yep. That's and what I do. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. like we're on that path, like right. the spiritual path to like, you know, feeling into just things in general. And like, it's yeah. always felt like a fuck yes. Everything that I've done and then if I didn't, I would stop and I would try something else. And I've done so many things, you know. Right. That. And then um, it was a podcast at the moment. And then when it didn't, I stopped doing it and I did the next thing. Right. <laughs> like You have so, the flexibility to readjust. Yeah. And like the open-mindedness and like not the fear of failure, mm. you know. I just and that, that fear, fear of failure stops everyone, you know. Right. But it doesn't stop you. You're no. just like, okay, I'll just do the next thing, whatever. 
exactly yeah um it's all about like also like the way i was raised too like my mom raised me in a way to where it's like she's like baby go for it <laughs> yeah she's like why not so she was supportive and Always. unconditionally loving she was just like so chill yeah you know like the she, mom we all want yeah <laughs> like she never like of course she was strict for sure but like she never like limited my belief in what i could do yeah like when i started imagining things for myself and like telling her like anything that i thought she would be like hell yeah yeah just like no doubts about it <laughs> no doubts like mm. always allowed me to be as free as possible like yeah and i think that what gave me that trust too of course like is when i came out to her when i was yeah. like just turning 18 right and i had a boyfriend and she's like um well you like this girl yeah break up with him <laughs> right <laughs> yeah dive in and i'm like should i she's like yeah <laughs> so like my mom's telling me this and it's like she probably doesn't even realize at this moment like the way that that really shaped who i am as a person now mm. because imagine the person that you look up to the most your mother yeah telling you you know do that right go off the deep end mm. shock everyone yeah and follow your heart instead of what looks good right. on paper because, I mean, I was prom queen as well. Yeah, of course you were. <laughs> I don't doubt it. The snowball effect. Yeah. I was prom queen as well. And so, like, he was also on the court. And so it made sense, you know what I mean? And so, right. like, I thought that that's where my life was going to go. And she's like, nah. Right. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can shift shift gears and do this other thing. It's a completely other thing. And, yeah. wow, when I tell you, like, life completely changed for me in the most beautiful way. And I'm really lucky, though, because I didn't get a lot of negative backlash. Right. Really any. Yeah. I mean, we live in a great generation. We, we really do. My coming out story was very similar. Yeah. I mean, I was 18, maybe 19. Yeah. And I was actually in a strip club with Ugh. my sister Ugh. in Baltimore. Yes. And I had a boyfriend at the time who was the kind of guy I was like, okay, I could, like, I could see myself marrying him and doing that whole traditional South Louisiana type thing. traditional thing. And then at the strip club, which is awful, but yeah, I was like, I am very attracted to women. I like women. You're like looking at ass. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, I can't lie to myself anymore. And me and my sister were in the bathroom and I was like, Victoria, I have to tell you something. And she was like, you like women. And I was like, yeah, how did you know? And she's like, Jade, I've known for a while. And I was like, I've been shoving Girl. myself in the closet. Have you met you? Right? <laughs> and she was like, basically what she said, she was like, well, you need to break up with your boyfriend. And yeah. so we flew home and the day I got back, I broke up with him and never looked back. The power yeah. of family support like that immediately. Yeah basically like the support from my mom from then you know it just showed me that I can do anything and my life just immediately changed yeah. because so many people knew me like in high school because I mean I've made that name for myself of course in high school and so many people knew me as this one thing very black and white very like you know straight hair wore the makeup like always had eyelashes on lipstick of course that was me like girl's girl the girl's girl like yeah. I would go to school in my boots and heels <laughs> and like fully done up like oh I bet I was a makeup artist yeah of course so I was working at Ulta doing makeup and eyebrows the most glamorous life and then like it shifted even better yeah because now I was like 
fully like in my lesbianness <laughs> and yes. like so eccentric and like I was just so different and like it just really made me who I was like I'm not just your average girl's yeah. girl like I am the one who's like doing something different yeah for me you know like that felt right. really good for me you're doing you're doing what feels authentic to you versus what you feel like yeah. society or everyone else expects you to do exactly. right exactly and I love doing things opposite of right what against the grain yes absolutely fucking is so amazing to me yeah I want to get as crazy as it can get because mm. at this point I was so accepted I was like how much more crazy right can I get so I was in college I was at UL for business and yeah. I uh did amazing my first semester and then I just dropped out yeah because I was like mm, no not feeling it no and so I was doing eyebrows and um I, you know, I did that for like, what, three years, mm -hmm. like consistently. And um, I started doing yoga because, I mean, working in a service industry like that, like you're around all these women, it gets messy, it's it loud, does. it's yeah. fast. And I was like, I don't like this, but I love this. Right. But I don't like the energy that I'm holding within myself. Mm. And I'm like, something's just like not right. Yeah. I'm going home and I'm like sitting in the dark, <laughs> listening to in Kobe Calais trying to feel something ser like serene in my life <laughs> yeah like, I'm like why am I not enjoying fully myself and yeah um, so I'll go to a class a yoga class um one Friday afternoon by myself it's at the yoga garden actually it's not open anymore and um something within me shifted mm. Because that energy that like I was searching for, like that serene, calm energy, I'm like, bro, I feel so relaxed right now. And my yeah. life is so stressful at work. Well, and there was probably a part of you that was just aching yeah. for that for that piece, for that moment to just be in your body and in your own space. In my own space, yeah. fully dived into like breath and all the things. Cause like I, oh, like I can work really well in high-paced environments. Like of I course, just, yeah. You I have the, the energy. Yeah, like, I can go. Like, I am in it. But, like, at the end of the day, like, I love a good chill. Like, yes. the vibiest of vibes. Like, get me into myself. Like, what's actually going on here type of energy. And so, basically, I started doing that. I started going to yoga all the time. I'm, like, craving it now. Yeah. I would get off of work, immediately go to yoga. And then I started going, like, twice a day mm -hmm. 5 a.m 6 p.m yeah love work it. in the middle of the day and so I realized a shift within my being I'm not wanting to like talk bad about people at work with my co-workers mm -hmm. I'm not wanting to go to Starbucks every day I want to make my own food I want to just shift my perspective and my co-workers are like what the hell is <laughs> going on with you like you're different than all of us right and I'm like that's fine you know, like, I don't want to be the same. I absolutely love being different than all you bitches. Like, I'm, of course, like, I want to be different. That's who I am. And my clientele starts lifting with mm. my with at Ulta and like more people are resonating with me and they yep. want to learn about the spiritual path. And I'm creating like this tribe. Yeah. To the point where like there's like lines and lines and lines of I've, women. Yes. It's I've been in that line. You have yeah. been. I eyebrows. <laughs> done it was yeah spectacular yeah it was so cool and like the most unexpected place to to make such a deep connection with someone which I already knew you but it was just it's yeah I don't yeah, know like face to face like you know you're, you're talking yeah. you're making connections and at this point like I'd stopped drinking like we did have that those cowboys days oh yeah we went crazy we did we did 
then but as soon as I started doing yoga, I was like, okay, it's I, not the, it's not the life. No, no, especially it's just toxic. like it was hot yoga too. So like it is hot yoga, and I will barf, and I just had to change my whole perspective. It was a sad time, but hey, you <laughs> yeah, you to had choose. to you had to grieve that that time in your life and that lifestyle, but you've shifted into something so much more wholesome. Oh my gosh, yes, it was so wholesome. So then like I started teaching yoga because I was like, I've got to do that. So I started yeah. teaching. So then I'm like teaching yoga when I get off of an eight-hour shift. And then I'm doing eyebrows at my house for some of my clients before I go to work at Ulta. And then I'm teaching right after. So at this point, there's so many jobs. And I'm like even more stressed out than I was before. Of be course. So I'm just like, oh, shit. It's 2019 at this point is where I'm thinking of. But like the way that I'm able to maneuver and maintain this lifestyle and then I realized that I love crystals of course that we all yes (laughs) I love crystals I realized that crystals are like the gateway to my consciousness Mm -hmm. and I start wrapping them Mm. giving them to my friends oh your jewelry I forgot all about your jewelry so then I had a whole nother business oh my gosh along with all of these things to the point where I had to quit all to own a whim like it was random I randomly just stopped going yeah because I had clients like so many clients coming to my house to get eyebrows I've quadrupled my income right in the first month yeah I'm teaching twice a day and you're your own boss at that point like girl I'm charging double (laughs) yeah making tips teaching yoga I have this business where I'm I'm popping up with my little setup for Mm -hmm. my jewelry three jobs at this point Baller, yeah, like, hustler. I mean, you always have been, but yet zen, yeah, <laughs> zen as fuck. So too. I love that. So yeah, and then I mean, when 2020 happened, I had just started my Etsy for my jewelry, right? So I just balled out on right. Etsy and worked my ass off during 2020, yeah. while also understanding who I really was, mm-hmm. which was not too much a hustler. But, like, someone who actually can, like, sit down and figure out the systems and processes behind a business. Mm. You know, it gave me the time to research and to go to college on my own, basically. Go to YouTube University. Yes. And figure out what I need to do. You know, to market, to create a community on the internet through Instagram, to really create revenue that's going to be substantial and really last. Yeah. taught myself so much during 2020. I believe it. God, it was crazy. <laughs> so, like, my crystal jewelry business really set me up for success mm. to where in 2021, I decided to open this business with Ali. Yeah. And literally, I knew exactly what to do. Mm. I was like, if I can post about a pop-up for my jewelry and I can yeah. get hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people to just show up, imagine what I can do daily. Right. Right. At a place where I'm meditating with you. Yes. And connecting and showing up. And showing up and having fun. Like, there's no product involved. It's just vibes. Right. (laughs) It's just vibes. And people, I think, at this point, everyone has so much stuff. Yeah. We're at a point we all just want vibes. We just want vibes. We want community. Yeah, no. We just want to chill with our people. And just feel good. And feel like they're a part of something. Yes. And that's all I've ever wanted. Like, I wanted to always be this different person. Yeah. But now I'm welcoming others who mm-hmm. feel different. Like, little girls who might also just be coming out. Mm-hmm. And black girls who might also just be confused yes. about who they are. They're finding me. Yeah. And they're getting nurtured by me. Yes. And it's so fucking incredible. 
Yeah. As someone who's part of your community, I've had to take a step back because of being pregnant. But just the impact you've made on me throughout our friendship, but especially in this like last year of being a part of your studio and really getting to spend time with you, you, you were just the perfect space holder. Mm. You know, like your studio, I've been to every studio just about in Lafayette. Oh, yeah. And your studio is the only one that when I go, I, like you embody yoga. You embody the mind, body, spirit of yoga. You know, I've heard that so many times. Yeah. That exact phrase, you embody yoga. And I, I remember the first time I heard it, I literally started crying because, like, what a gift. Mm-hmm. What a, what a gift for someone to tell you that you embody the very thing that you're doing with your life. Right. Huh? Right. <laughs> and, it, and it just, like, it just reverberates how aligned you are with what you're doing. Like, yeah. you 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 are yoga like you I don't know Girl, it's just crazy yeah and the fact that I never thought I would do this I thought I was gonna be if like I thought I was gonna do Oprah's makeup one day right you know what I'm saying which you still can I don't want to no, I, of course not I would literally demolish her face <laughs> <laughs> like I don't wear a liquid makeup anymore of, and you shouldn't you're beautiful <laughs> There's not beauty that makeup is, is bad yeah of course but like beauty and always yeah i see beauty of the soul first now agreed vibes just i just see vibes first yeah face maybe third or fourth right still up there though of course look i love me a good mm. yeah so basically your spiritual path has been from what you've told me it sounds like it really started with this homecoming queen moment where you were like okay i can do literally anything i send my mind to and you've created all these businesses, you've started, you've juggled all these different jobs. You are like, you have this beautiful life for yourself, this like chill, amazing little community. Can you tell me, tell me and tell the listeners more about Zenden? So when I first signed up for a membership, it was Edge Yoga. Yeah. And you have since then reshifted, reframed, and now it is Zenden. Can you tell us a little bit about the rebrand? Yeah, the rebrand and like how you came to be solo owner. Yeah. And yeah, what inspired that? That's actually one of my favorite stories to talk about, honestly, because it just goes to show when things are a fuck yes, they're a fuck yes. It's literally one of those types of stories because it's so like me following the path to my heart and Mm -hmm. speaking up for myself and speaking up for my community and for my business and for the longevity of like who I am and the lineage right um I know my ancestors are very proud of me for this (laughs) for this uh this rebrand it's been a year now that I've been zending yay like literally as of last week it's been a year and um it's been the best year of my life because of it but um Basically, I started with a business partner, and um, what was so beautiful was that we were both certified in Baptiste Yoga, Hot Power Yoga, and um, we were going into it, um, like, as her kind of being the face of it, because, like, she was older, and she had more of, like, that influence, you know, more followers on Instagram, and, like, she was more of a yogi, like, from the outside, you know, like... sure showed like handstands all the things that she I'm, like, fit the box yes, quote unquote yes and like even like from 
certain people who like helped us begin the business like she did fit the box like they let us know like okay she's gonna be the face of it and I'm like sure I don't care like sure I'm just co-owner like I have other things. I'm still doing my crystal business. Like I was not planning on. Yeah. This was never my dream. Right. That's what you said. Her dream. Yeah. And I was just, I knew business and I was going to help her. Right. I know what the hell to do. So like, that's what we were doing. And then, um, even before we started, like, and we would laugh about this all the time. I'm like, I'm literally doing all of the work. Right. You know, which is so magical because like, I know how to do the work. Yeah. I know exactly what to do to get the people in there. Yes. I'm creative as hell and I understand visuals. Mm-hmm. I understand how to get in touch with people and yeah. make them feel something and what brings consistency rather than just an instant, like you come to this class and you're out. Right. What holds the energy? Like I, right. I really felt that. And so um, I was just doing all of it, um, all of the side work, the back end yeah. work and like setting up the payments and setting up just like all of everything and like, she also had a lot of kids as well, and so, like, she was very busy, and I have none, and so, like, just the, the dynamic was just crazy all on sure. me. And so we had conversations. We were fully like, hey, how do you want to do this? Yeah. And so we were fully open and transparent with how the fact that I was going to be getting more recognition, I was going to be getting paid more in our business. Sure. And it was so brilliant. Like, we never were off course of communication mm-hmm. always completely clear which I'm so obsessed with I love that about it absolutely and then as time went on like it became rather than a hot power yoga studio it mm-hmm. was like a spiritual sanctuary right my following got crazy yeah like people just started flocking to my classes and people started realizing oh like it's not about what they used to do at this other place right it's like a whole different shit that they're doing over here. It's a new vibe. Like, she is, like, a freaking witch up in here. <laughs> like, just stirring yeah. up this, like, this crazy spiritual energy. Mm-hmm. And um, I couldn't hide it. You know, I'm not going to act like I'm going to be this white picket fence freaking person. Like, Of course. No. I'm about to bring spirituality into Latvia. Yes. Like, huh? Crack everyone wide open. I want to do it. And like it was really uncomfortable. We yeah. had people messaging us, and especially her, like, "Yo, that's witches up in there." <laughs> yeah, right. And not to tell her, like, tell the truth. Yeah, cause yeah, like we are spiritual. We are getting down to the nitty gritty. This is not, I'm not gonna act like it's not what it is. Right. No, and you, I think your authenticity, your answering this call to bring in that spirituality is exactly what everyone's hungry for. And that's why you're so successful because a lot of these other yoga studios, you come in, you work out and then you leave and you don't, whenever you go to Zenden, you come in, you are well, you're welcomed in. Mm -hmm. It's a whole, it's not only a physical experience, but it's mental, it's emotional and it's spiritual. Yeah. Like you have friends now, you know, like you are part of my vibe, my tribe, right? my people, like follow my personal Instagram right after you leave. Cause we we besties. I know. You are my close friend. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I love that. So many of my students are, it's so freaking funny, actually like besties. But um, anyways, and so um, almost at the year mark of having the studio, like two months before it, I sat down with her and I was like, can we talk about the fact that um, it ain't working? Right. And the fact that like everyone's coming to my classes and literally dodging 
yours because like they want this mm-hmm. they love you though because right. you're so sweet and like this is totally what you wanted to do but like it's just not working here right not here right it might work somewhere else but just not here yeah and she's like yo i get it and i'm mm. so glad you finally said it mm. oh and when i tell you it was as if the skies had opened up for me to finally see yeah like the light <laughs> oh and it was like that for both of us we were like oh my god finally our hearts yeah. were cracked open and um it was immediate yeah i already had the name mm, of course i've been this was one thing that i did dream yeah i talked to my friend somewhere a couple months before or a couple years before that actually and i was like what if i had a yoga studio for myself what would it be called right and she and i'm like, like hypothetically speaking yeah like whatever send in yeah and so funny enough on mind body if you sign if you would have signed up as the old name it was in zenden so mm-hmm. it had it always been lurking in there that was the name of the room it was yeah. held in because i was like undercoverly manifesting right this energy and, yeah and girl as soon as the name changed people realized it like shit that has been imani that whole time yeah congratulations for finally stepping up and like stepping yeah. up to the plate and sex like, using your voice and saying yeah. this is yours yeah because it had been the whole time and like i know that i totally give her so much props for helping me on this journey because i could not have started this studio without her of course and that is a fact i could not have started it without her but the the way that she allowed me to see my abilities, right? The way that starting the studio allowed me to see my abilities, like there's nothing that I yeah. couldn't do. Right. It literally up-leveled my existence. Yeah. Far past anything. Like I'm, I was 26 when I right. started this studio. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> Who does that? 26? Yeah. Owning a gigantic corporation. Right. <laughs> I No, it's incredible. And also how good on her to not stand in your way and hold you back and not let that ego get involved because so often when we have business partners, yeah, Mm -hmm. that ego gets involved and there's jealousy whenever we see, especially with women, like when we see another woman doing quote unquote better than us or succeeding, that ego comes in and we get jealous and insecure and we want to, like our conditioning is to tear them down. Yeah, oh, she is just marvelous. Oh, I love that for you. I love that you, you ended up in a situation where you were not torn down for your skills yeah for how and for your gifts for how great like it was it was turning out to be right like she was like great she was like i'm standing in your way i'm gonna let you do it that's exactly what she said yeah and i was like you my bitch like you are it yeah and so uh yeah she talked with me for a little while and then it it still wasn't working out for her and sure so like she's still she's not there anymore but like i really know that i was divinely guided on this path to start this business that way yeah because if i was just thrown in to like miraculously come up with these ideas and like i don't think it would have happened the way it is now yeah i needed to see it in an entirely different way with an entirely different name having someone else with me to know then i could never work with someone ever again of course because my vision is my vision my path is my path and this is my business right and i cannot have anybody tell me what to do no or even try to work with me about something that i could possibly do girl i'm so bossy right and i've never been bossy in my life (laughs) 
but you know what you want and I you're not going to settle or accept less than it and when other people have a different vision that's not what you want you can't accept that it's not what you want I am like and good on you for demanding what you want and for yeah. not settling it is so crazy especially at this young age yeah and it's kind of intimidating for some people, especially older men, especially yeah. people in power. Right. It's so intimidating, but like also like I am in power. Yeah. And um, I will well, always be in power. Yeah. Well, I mean, you literally, like you said, I, I rewatched your interview with the Daily Advertiser, mm. not like before this, because I just wanted to, I don't know, touch base and like. I don't know. Make sure I wasn't asking repeat questions. Okay. But it's like you had said something about carrying all these minorities. You know, you're a black queer woman. Mm -hmm. Those are three minority groups that you fit into. And you're just out here proving everyone who's ever said anything negative about any of those minority groups. You're saying you're fucking wrong. You're fucking wrong. Right. And, and you're telling everyone within those minority groups you, you can. You can. You can and you will and yeah. keep going and like it's gonna be hard as shit, but it feels better than it would for anyone because you are like defying all odds. Mm. Yeah. It feels it feels so ancestral, it does. It, yeah. I feel like the weight of everyone before me dropping off every step that I take every day. Yeah. And that's probably why I don't stop. Right. Because it's like they couldn't. Right. And I remember I wrote a, a poem for Gay in the South, and yes. this is what I was talking about. Like, I do it because they couldn't. Right. I have everything that I need to change society and change everyone after me. Right. So well, who am I yeah. to stop? Yeah. I can't. I have it all right now, mm. and I'm just going to keep going and going and going until there's multiple locations and there's yeah. residual income for my kids, and I barely have to go to work. Right. And people are learning. People are growing. People are changing because yeah. of the studio. Like, it's freaking church. It really is like freaking church. Yeah. Like, it's a worship service every time we go into a practice at Sendin. And it better always be. <laughs> yes. Well, that's your standard. You yeah, know? that's the standard. That's the standard. Yeah, and that's why the studio had to change from one thing to a complete other. Absolutely. Because I was like, I'll be damned if I go in and not catch the word <laughs> right. in my yoga studio. <laughs> Absolutely. You I want people it. to come in to leave singing, like, praising. Like hymns. Yes. Spiritual Gospel. Hymns. Yes. For real. And, like, that's what I think about a lot, too. My grandmas were very spiritual. Mm. They were singers. They used to sing spiritual hymns to me all the time. How beautiful. And we would sing together. Yeah. Like, I was in the choir as a kid. Mm. And, like, that like ancestral spirituality of like knowing that like you can really change lives through spirituality yeah and like using your throat using your heart using that confidence as this like really strong black woman mm -hmm. you can use that yeah and I feel that every mm. day yeah I mean you're literally honoring every black woman before you oh you know mm. like you are showing up for them in ways that they probably didn't have the opportunity to show up for themselves like you're doing that and that's why I have to keep going mm. that's where it comes from well that is a I'm not going to say that's a heavy burden but that is a big responsibility that you have on your shoulders and it's it's admirable it's incredible it's it's an honor 
honestly, I would think. But with such a big responsibility, how do you take care of yourself? Beautiful question. <laughs> it's something that I battle every day. Yeah. <laughs> it's the hardest thing. Right. Um, and that's why I create, like, if y'all on here, if y'all on here could see my house right now, <laughs> you would think that I was, the, that I sat in meditation ritual for eight hours a day. You really would. So, so side note, we are sitting in Amani's living room <laughs> and it is the vibiest of all vibes. Just, just to put, put that out there. But it's also a Zenden. Yeah. It is the OG Zenden. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's the OG Zenden. Like, <laughs> I just want my whole life to look like this. So then I, like, immediately want to take care of myself, you know? Right. It inspires you to. It, like, it nurtures that need to take care of yourself. Because mm-hmm. I yeah. am a very grounded being. And right. we're going to talk about that later, like, in a meditation. How important it is to, like, when you're in your power, you have to ground. Right. And that's how I take care of myself is nurturing myself in my home. Yeah. Um, I'm one of those girls who has to wake up at six knowing that I don't have to leave my house until 10 because I need two hours right. of meditation mm. and ceremony right. and journal and tarot cards and sound bowls and everything. Ceremony, just sacredness. Yeah. I yeah. need two hours of sacredness or more. I right. Could, I could do all day. Yeah. I could do six hours. But that's how I take care of myself. If anyone knows me, you know that, like, my morning rituals aren't my thing. Yeah. Like, morning ritual. Like, I love to wake up at the sunrise. Mm. Immediately turning my speaker on for the meditation music. Yeah. Okay, like, let's romanticize. Uh, Yes. Let's romanticize. Like, I want my life to look like the YouTube girlies. And it does. And I used to watch them. Right. Like, in... Like years and years ago, just watch the girls on YouTube doing their their morning routine, and I was like, they look so chill. I want to do that. I want to be that. And so then, guess what? You did it. <laughs> You're in it. <laughs> and I intentionally make my coffee while breathing. Yeah. Put my chlorophyll in my water mm. with intention. Yeah. I sit down on my little meditation seat and I say my prayers to my ancestors that are on the wall. Ancestors yeah. wild and free within me. God and protect me for all eternity. Mm. I say that it is the mantra and I take so much time. Right. And like nobody better mess with me the right. whole time. Like no. phones on do not disturb. That's your space, your time. That is my time. Now, recently, like I mean I've always worked from home for the past what, six years now? And recently, it's gotten a lot harder to maintain those boundaries. And I think that one of the most important things is to not judge myself when I mess up. Right. And um, I've been getting a lot better at that. But, of course, sometimes it's harder than others. But I literally just don't judge myself whenever I um, don't, you know, stick to my, you know, routine. Right. Because life, life's things happen yes and something that I tell my friends a lot of the times when they get mad at themselves for messing up or like not sticking to their things it's like you get to begin again every Mm. day yeah and so like that's so comforting to me right well life is an ebb and flow mm -hmm. so it's like you can't fight you can't fight the tide you've got to ebb and flow with life like if I look at my phone and I have a text from a teacher like I'm gonna answer it and then I'm ripped in and now I'm making content on the Instagram page and but I'm like yo I'm in it now yeah and that's it yeah meditation's done and i'm in it 
And I'm not going to be mad at myself because nope. then I get to begin again tomorrow. And it might be even better tomorrow because I remember how it wasn't what I thought it was today. Right. And it's just like not judging ourselves. And um, I feel like that's like my biggest thing to remember in taking care of myself is um, coming from that non-judgment brain. Right. Not creating a story behind absolutely anything. Right. You get to change your story every day. Right. Every day is another day to like write your own book and feel differently about everything. And like, you will always think that people will judge you based on who you were were yesterday, but that's actually not truth. Yeah. Um, you get to change their perspective of you. You get to change your own perspective of you based on where you are in the present moment. Yeah. Which could be tomorrow. Be, yeah. Or in five minutes, Literally. if you want to be someone else. Exactly. Yeah. Isn't it's that your choice? Crazy. But also, how freeing is that? That we don't have. That we don't have to be, do, say anything. Right. Like we set, we make the rules for ourselves. Yes. We have full autonomy to, to shift, to change, to transform, to evolve. In every moment. In every moment. Nothing is for certain. Nothing no. is stuck. No. Ever. We're free. Always. Yeah. Imagine. And people forget that. People, yeah. I think that's why depression rates are so high and anxiety is so high and people live from this ego place mm -hmm. because we're, we're trained and conditioned to think, oh, we have to be one thing. We have to be, and we have to be so good at that thing that we have to compete and, you know. Judge and yeah, rule and right. win. And it's just like, girl. For what? <laughs> I can change my mind tomorrow, bitch. Right. And I have. Yes. Literally, as soon as I change my mind, it's a done deal. That's what's next. Right. Because attachment is never within me. No. And now it took a long time to get there. Right. But well, I, it's still a daily practice, too, because we're human beings. We're going to find ourselves attached to even the smallest things. Exactly. And we have to remind ourselves to detach. Like, I consciously have to remind myself throughout the day, hey, De I'm detach. attached to this. Yeah, mm -hmm. detach. Nothing is yours. Nothing is mine. Like, only I am mine. Right. I am mine. I am mine. And Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Oof, that's good. I like that. Now, girl, that be getting toxic sometimes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can see. I can see. Because, look, <laughs> relationships are not my thing. Because I always remember I am mine. And as soon as I get ripped out of my... um my morning rituals and my path to where I'm going, mm -hmm. like attachment is is always the reason why mm. I'm ripped out of who I am. Right. And so regardless, going back to where we were, like we remember that we get to begin again, again, begin again yeah. every day and um, sticking to those rituals. But I do, I do love what you were saying about relationships and attachment. I think like Obviously, as human beings, we crave connection, but there's a difference between a connection and a, a conscious connection versus an attachment. Yeah. And when we are attached to things, there's a sense of ownership. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I, I think it, like I know in my relationships, whenever I'm too attached or attached, there's these like expectations that expectations. I create and there's these all of these stories, all of these narratives, and I end up more often than not disappointed let down heartbroken and it's whenever i detach and i'm like they are there they are theirs i am mine and this is just this is just it this is just it and i can't i can't stop my life especially things that are important like morning routines like i've got to i've got to stick to my morning routines and they can come and go they can be a part of it if which for me they i could 
you know, welcome, but I know some people need their alone time, but that's just a boundary, you know? Yeah. But it's like, that's always been the hardest yeah. thing for me. Relationships are hard as fuck for me. They're the worst. I've struggled. <laughs> Love is hard. <laughs> like, bruh, because I need my time yeah. and I am on a path that no one could understand. Of course. I don't know what's going on, but right. guess what is working? Yeah. And, and it's um, where you are. It's where I am. Yeah. And like, I can't explain it. But something, something that works for me that I've been practicing, um, so I do practice non-monogamy. Right. Uh, and so, like, it's hard for me to say, like, sure, like, I'll, I'll be with you. Oh, yeah. Because I know that I cannot attach. Right. I love freedom. You crave freedom. Cr- you need freedom. I crave freedom. Yes. I crave to ebb and flow like the wind and just, mm. and it's hard for people to really understand that. Sure. Especially in this day and age when you're like, oh, I want to be like goals on Instagram and right. they want me to be with just them. And like, that's just like what people do. Right. That makes kind of sense. Right. Sure. And so I'm just like very much convinced that I, I probably will be, you know, single and doing my thing for a pretty long time until I, of course, manifest the energy that's perfect for me as I do. Right. And that is just complete trust and complete freedom. Right. Um, Because I have that within myself. And um, you can't rip me off this path. No. Well, in anyone you meet, whether you decide to stick with a non-monogamy or if you decide to settle down with one person, like, regardless, you need that, you need the same energy from the individuals you decide to play with exactly yeah so it's like it it doesn't I think honestly I'm really glad you even brought up non-monogamy because that's been coming up so much yeah all of my friends not all of them but a good portion of my friends are we do be living yeah living your best (laughs) life out here but I love it because again it just reaffirms you and your how much you just push against the grain and you're Mm. like your conditioning, your traditional lifestyles, your stories, like, I don't fit into that. Like, I that don't. doesn't work for me. Oh, my God, I tried so hard. Right. You know? <gasps> I tried so hard. Okay. I tried so hard to yeah. be in a regular relationship, in multiple regular relationships. Of course. I tried so hard. And I was yes. like, yes, this is how it's supposed to be. This is how yes. I'm supposed, quote, unquote, supposed to feel. Right. And whenever you get that supposed to, whenever that supposed to comes into your mind, no, you ball that shit up and you throw it in the trash can. Yeah. But let me tell you what I'm going to be. Right. (laughs) This is, this is what it is. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. And I am not supposed to do anything. No. Cause like, this is my life, my relationship, my everything. Yep. And if I choose actually to show up in this way for you, out of love right either you accept that or you don't right and then you but and it's cool you being so firm in who you are what you want what you're demanding out of a relationship and out of life mm-hmm. it it allows people to make informed decisions and say either i can or i can't do that no oh, yeah and it, it forces people to either step up or step back oh my god it's so liberating yeah like, i have like like the best relationships with friends and partners that I've let go of. Yeah. Because they just understand. They know that right. um, I'm exactly who I am mm-hmm. and I'm an ever evolving being that keeps their boundaries. Yeah. And so, unless you're on that path, like, you gotta go. You do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I love that. Love that so much. An ever evolving being. Oof. Who human. knows her boundaries. Yeah. 
That's what the name of this podcast is going to be. What? An every human being. <laughs> oh, please. <laughs> Remember that. I'm, I'm absolutely going to put that in there. <laughs> okay, I want to go back to your ancestral healing and connect like connecting because I find that really fascinating and I was there when you performed your poem for gay in the south and it was so potent and so powerful and it's a part of spirituality that I that I honestly within this last year have really been introduced to Mm -hmm. so I know a lot of people may not even know what we're talking about like what are ancestors I know what does that even mean Mm -hmm. and I just want to talk about what that means for you and like what that that entire realm of spirituality looks and feels and tastes like for you yeah um deep breath (laughs) uh it feels like just honoring the lineage right it feels like I can just feel my grandmother's and grandfather deep within my bones yeah and that's obviously not for everyone sure that's not something that everyone wants to connect with or tap into but trust me honey when you tap into it you're in Mm -hmm. you're in you're gonna see the signs you're gonna feel the little nudges from spirit and your and your your guides um i have two grandmothers and a grandfather actually three grandmothers and a grandfather who have passed that I have yeah. met and loved on. Um, in one, the spirit realm? No, well, in real life. Okay. So it's the ones that I've met in real life that I'm connected mm. to. Those are the only ones that come through. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah, because um, I think it's because like we, we were pals. Right, you knew them. Yeah, yeah, and like they see me based on who they saw mm. when I was younger. Whoa. And they get to watch me now. Yeah. I don't know. I guess it's because we, we met back then. Yeah. And, like, I just remember my grandmothers, like, saying, like, little things, like, things about my hair and about how they wanted me to just, like, embrace my natural hair texture and, like, yeah. embrace who I really was and, like, just have more fun and use my voice more and like little things like that and so it's like now when I do these things Mm -hmm. and honor myself and speak my truth they're like go ahead girl yes (laughs) it's like so supportive yes Mm. I can just feel it and I know that so my great-grandpa he actually did uh some of the artwork at Southern University Mm -hmm. way back in the day what 1960s 50s and he actually was not recognized Mm -hmm. for what he did because he's a black man who did this art right and my family talks about it a lot how like he was not given his flowers for all the work that he did and he did a lot of work he was an amazing remarkable artist and um yeah he with me and he's like you better go and he cursed a lot so i know that he's just like imani you better fucking show up for these people Right. You better show up and you better keep going. Make a name for yourself. Make a name for yourself. Get your fucking flowers. Mm. And so in every moment when life is hard, it's like I can feel him pulling on my shoulders, lifting me up and saying, get those flowers, baby. I know you're tired, but you Mm. still got work to do. Right. Yeah. And I know it for a fact because of what they couldn't do. Right. And even my grandma. And what was like taken from them. Exactly. He worked his ass off. He created amazing fucking art and was not recognized for it exactly and i have all the capability to make myself recognized for it and honor the lineage yeah it starts now right you know well it started then right it continues now right and the name gets Mm. louder and louder 
because we have the same last name. It's like it's going to get only louder Oof. from here. Yeah. And, like, my kids are going to have my last name. Well, and I think, too, <laughs> like, in a way, especially, like, with you guys having the same last name, like, you were paying so much homage to him. Yeah. Like, you, he may not, his name may not have gotten recognized, but his name is being carried on by you, which is being recognized now. Exactly. Which is, like, a full circle moment. Like, you were making him so fucking proud. I know. Oh, like my it's, God. It's, and I, I've cried all the tears about this exact moment right now. You know what I mean? Like, just the, the work that comes in. It's not me. Yeah. I think about that so much. I'm like, it's, a lot of times I wake up feeling like I'm having someone puppet me. Yeah. <laughs> it's not me. You know, oh. like, it's them. I am, I'm tired to my bones most days. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing most days. Right. I don't need to know. They'll figure it out for me. I'm just right. following the path. You're being divinely led. I am being led. And that's baby. what your ancestors are doing for you. That's it. Yeah. Like, mm. it's as easy as that. Right. You just have wow. to believe. Yeah. I, I think anything spiritual, if it if it feels aligned and, and if you believe in it, it's, it's real. It is. It absolutely is real. I have seen the craziest shit <laughs> in my last five years of being on this path, mm -hmm. like consciously on this path. And I, I don't know. And the, the, the deeper you go, the stronger it gets. Girl, I can only imagine for you, like, if my mom was an ancestor. Yeah, she comes in strong, too. <sighs> yeah, I, in, in Austin, um, I was telling you my friend's mother-in-law is, she, about a year ago, came into these, like, psychic gifts. She just yeah. stumbled upon them and realized she can see shit, hear shit, and is just, like, doing energy healings. And she practices something that is called the emotion code. Have you ever heard of it? Mm -mm. Okay. Crazy coincidence. But I've... So, I'll backtrack a little bit. I go to Barnes & Noble, like, once a month. I buy, like, ten books, and then I read them over a course of, like, years. Like, I just have a million books that I just pick up one whenever I'm ready to read it and then I'll wow. read it. And it's like, it's always like I get little nudges. Like when mm -hmm. I, when I'm ready to read something, I'll like grab it from my shelf and then I read it. And so probably about a year ago, I bought this book called the emotion code. Okay. Never read it. I've been knowing about this trip to Austin for months now. Um, about a month ago before this trip, I felt the nudge. Like, hey, read this book. I had no idea this woman practiced the emotion code. No idea. I, at this point, I had no idea she even did energy healing. Yeah. Started reading the book, read the whole book. And in my head, I'm like, whoa, like, this is insane. I would love to find someone who practices this and could, like, do this on me. So the, the way the emotion code works is it's based on this belief that we like carry around trapped emotions that we either we inherit them from our parents or grandparents or deeper down our lineage so there's trapped emotions from that we inherit and there's trapped emotions from just like traumatic or big events in our life and um I just have experienced so much in my lifetime and I yeah. just I'm like I know that there's some trapped stuff in here that needs to come out and so anyway I'm like reading this book and I'm like oh my god I need to like find someone who does this but I'm not actively searching because when we search for things that's when that's when they run away from us. Yeah. And so and I know that. So I'm just like, okay, 
it'd be really cool if I could find some, find someone who does this. Yeah. And my friend Ari sent me like a voice memo like a week after I finished this book. And she's like, hey, so a couple of extra like trip updates. And she's like, so my mother-in-law is an energy healer and wants to do a session on us. Not sure if you've heard of the emotion code. And I was like, bitch. And I've never heard of that. So that's random as shit. Right? I was like, <laughs> I just finished this book. I like sent her a cover of it. Cool. I was like, I'm like in my head thinking I would love to find someone who practices this. And she was like, awesome. She's going to do a session for you for free. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So we go, did this whole session. And I won't go through the whole thing. But like immediately she like calls in your angels and your ancestors. And like my mom's energy is strong yeah. and like I know that because I've seen her I interact with her in the spirit realm pretty regularly yeah. but like my dad came forward and he was just kind of like off to the side real quiet and she said my mom came in like full force and like put my hand like my Aww. head my face in her hand Ugh. and was like looking at um her name was Susan that did the energy healing my mom's like looking at Susan and she's like, like look how beautiful she is she looks just like her dad when he was a teenager and she just like was holding me and she was like I, she like looked at Susan and she was like I don't want to let go like, I don't want to let go of her and she just like oh like was just like ooing and aahing over me and just like holding me and loving me and she told Susan at the end of the call that whenever I give birth to to the baby that she was going to like step into my body and hold Poppy so that she could feel the baby. Wow. Yeah. And she was like, but Susan was like, you'll feel it. Like you'll know oh. when she steps into you. Yeah. And I, I was just like, I'm like in tears this whole healing <laughs> session. Cause like, it was like a roller coaster. Like so much happened, but she was like, your mom's going to like step into you so that you can feel her and so that she can hold her granddaughter. And I was just like, what is my fucking life right now? <laughs> yeah. So the ancestors are my ancestors, which is why I wanted to ask you, because everyone, like the spirit realm is so different for everyone. Yeah. You know, we all have such crazy experiences and mine is very specific. And having both of my parents not living they're like, they're very like, right. they're here like I all the time. Only imagine. Right. But, but I, I just, I don't know. I've, even like hearing about your grandfather specifically, like seeing that, like I just, it makes so much sense. And I just, about how powerful it is. You oh know? my God. Yeah. And like, like what a gift. I felt so in my lineage as well with my grandmother, my dad's mom, she is a hair, well, was a hairdresser. Mm. And so I was doing eyebrows. Right. And so she was rocking with me. The cosmetic stuff. Yeah. Yeah. She was rocking with me vibes the right. whole time. And um, I remember she's the one who used to tell me, like, you need to stop doing all that crazy shit with your hair. Stop <laughs> straightening your hair. You know your hair not straight. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I was always resistant to it because I yeah. wanted to fit the status quo. You know, in high school, I wanted to look like everyone else. Right. I wanted, I needed to be homecoming queen. I needed to look like this. Yes. Like, all the things. And so then after I graduated high school, I really had to sit with that and remember what she told me. And she mm. kind of, she died, like, right after I graduated high school. Right. And so I was like, Yeah. I hear you. Yeah. And then I stopped trading my hair and started putting braids in my hair. Because, first of all, my hair is so... I don't like doing hair. Sure. I can't wear my hair out. Because right. I would literally look like a Chia pet. 
<laughs> I bet it's beautiful. But I know it's, it's just not, it doesn't feel good for you. No, my God. Yeah. I'm so low maintenance. Right. It would be a knot. One knot. Just one big knot. One big dread. <laughs> yeah. It'd require a lot of work. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that you it, don't want to have to worry about. No. And she had long yeah. gray hair. Oh. Big, bold, oh, long my goodness. gray hair. And like, she knows this. I'm like, I can't do this shit, girl. Right. And I, I know she's like, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm I'm petting Imani's cat underneath the table. She's, she just loves being a part of it. Yeah. Wow. And and isn't it interesting how sometimes we have to get to that point where we fit in to realize how much we, we fucking hate fitting in. Girl, I wouldn't trade this life for anything. Right? I would not trade a regular life at all. No, how boring would that be? So boring. I tried yeah. it for a little bit, y'all. I did. I ain't gonna lie. I tried it. I was like, ooh. Let me try this lifestyle. <laughs> Let me just put this hat on for a minute, and I fucking hate it. Oh, hate it's it. off. Oh, he gets it though. He was like, "You, you really shouldn't be with me." You know that. Oof. <laughs> I you, love that, girl. You know you gay. <laughs> <laughs> you queer as fuck. Girl, you gay. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I was like, "Thank you for seeing me," because I can't do this. Oh my gosh. See, that's so funny. Whenever I came out to my boyfriend at the time um I came out as a lesbian because I was just like I don't like men like there's no way yeah and I, I've learned since then that a lot of women do that when they first come out it's like this like extreme like you're just like yeah no I, I can't do men whereas I've reached this point now where I do identify as bisexual mm -hmm. but I remember him begging me he's like are you sure you're not bisexual mm -hmm. and I was like no I'm a lesbian but I realized now he just wasn't right for me right. you know it was this it he was my way of making sense of it at the time but yeah, it, sexuality is, it's a spectrum, and it's so different for everyone. It really is. And, like, whatever feels good for you, do it. Like, literally, imagine doing whatever the fuck you want. I wish, oh, my God, I, if I had one dream in life, it was that everyone <laughs> could just do whatever they right? want. Right? But, like, why does everyone care so much? Girl, because I couldn't give the, two shits. I know, me either. Because who are you trying to look cute for? Right. Who are you showing out for? <laughs> what they going to do to you? Right. What are the consequences? What are the consequences? Of being yourself up. That is the one question. Yeah. Is, are, what's going to happen? Right. What's the worst that's going to happen? What's the worst that could happen? Mm. Nothing. Right. Judgment. Judgment. But like, what is judgment anyway? Besides someone's opinion. It's not real. Someone's, someone else's reality that you're not even living in. Because you can literally turn around mm -hmm. and it doesn't exist. It literally doesn't. That's or you can literally say, that doesn't, that's not real. Not real. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure there's so many people that judge f the way that I live and how I run my studio. Absolutely. And it's it's interesting because I mean I am still young, so I'm gonna right. go out. Right. I'm gonna drink. Yeah. I'm gonna smoke. Yeah. I'm gonna vibe. You're gonna play. I'm gonna play with my people on the weekends right. and even during. I do not care. I do whatever and I post whatever. Yes. And as like, you should. Who is going to punish me? But I think. That's the difference. You doing, like you living your life authentically is you being connected spiritually. Yeah. You are on the spiritual path by you living your fullest life and not caring what anyone else thinks. Whereas everyone else who's spewing judgment and doing all this, like that, that they're not aligned. They are not on the path. Right. You know, whenever you're on the path, you don't give to, you don't give a fuck what anyone else is doing. It's literally like, it's all love. It's like, yeah. Please be free. Like, I see you as free, and I'm free, and we're just being free. I see you as who you are. Yes. I do not judge. And, and I accept it, and I love it. I fucking love 
seeing people just in it. I agree. In fun, in Mm -hmm. play. Because you know when you see that type of person who's just like really hurting. Yeah. From how much they're suffering. Yep. How much they're holding back because they have to put on this show. Right. And like play as if things are how they want it to be. Right. I mean, that's just life. Oh my gosh. That's social media. Right. That's this generation. Right. And it's so constricting. Oh my gosh. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's hard for me. Like the whole Instagram situation, yeah. I consider deleting it all the time. I do too. Once social a week. media social media is the worst. It's like, how are you telling me that this the, my this Instagram page is supposed to show who I am? Right. So the way that you see this is for you to determine. Right. For you to create an opinion on me. <laughs> like what? What? Yeah. No. Yeah. Like <laughs> how unfair. That's not fair. Every day I'm different. I don't want to be a three princess today. Right. I might want to be a gothic maniac tomorrow. As you should be. And then I might want to be a grungy, yes. like psychopath the next day. Mm. And then the next day I want to be like a masculine. Right. Like. Well, Instagram just shows you this one, or social media just shows you this one way. Yeah. It's limiting. It's too limiting. It's Very a box. Limiting. Yeah. I mean, I, and I, I'll admit, I love connecting through social media. Like, yeah. that's the reason that I tend to keep it. But it's like, I think people take it too seriously. That's like, that's the issue. A lot of people younger than us, I would say, luckily, it's not really like right. our age, like 28. No, yeah. Um, 25 and younger because i do know a lot of people that are whole other generation yeah oh my god right i can go on and on about that Mm. but like people yeah i just can't no 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 anyways (laughs) let me stop before i go to rampage about how social media ruins our souls (laughs) we'll do that for your next interview we'll talk about social media and how How shitty it it is and how it can up level you yes the pros and cons that's it right Mm i love that (laughs) I want to touch on a couple more topics. The one, the one topic is you collaborate a lot with the community. Like you do yoga in the park every now and again, but you do so many events and like pop-ups and like new moon ceremonies and full moon ceremonies. Can you tell me and the listeners a little bit about that? So if anyone's interested in the studio, they kind of have a feel for what you're doing and sharing and yeah. I do love that's like one of my favorite things is collaborating with other people especially like women in the community Mm -hmm. um it's very very important to me it's one of the most important things is to make people feel as powerful as I feel every Mm. day and so if I have the space for it oh I'm going to give in like bring other people into it with me right. because it's not as easy for them you know as it is for me to already have the space easily accessible it's just because my name is on the thingy that I'm able to have this you know we can all have this though right you know all you got to do is throw me a text yeah and I'm gonna say yes unless it sounds stupid as shit right you know like I'm most likely, as long as it's aligned with your vision your but your vision and your goals yeah yeah I'm probably gonna say yes because like why not right you know we all just want a chance to connect with people yeah and as long as it sounds like and it seems like you know you are doing this for the right reasons and i like you and yeah you know you you have the greatest intentions like i will literally like open my doors for anyone i love that because i wish that i could have done that yeah you know like someone would have opened their doors yeah for me you know and i keep going i did get that 
you know, for myself. You yeah. Know, I just started the studio. Like, someone literally was like, dude, would you like to do this with me? Yeah. So it is my duty. Mm, to give back. To give back. Because yeah. this was not handed to me. Right. You know, and so I have to give back to the other people who, like, want to start their journey. Right. Start their business. I mean, my friends with Lavender Moon. I'm like, nah, you want to have this idea? Now it's time to start it because I have a space for you to use it. Right. And, like, let's get the ball rolling. And, like, a lot of my other friends as well. I'm taking y'all with me because this mm. is not just me. This is our community. This It's our community. This is the lineage. This is where it begins. Yeah. And, and two, it's so cool because our community, everyone has such different and unique gifts like everyone brings something so new so special so cool to yeah. the table so it's like why not collaborate and co-create to create these badass experiences for everyone like, yes i could literally hold something with every single one of my friends yeah like you saw there's the women's circle happening the new moon yes. yeah i'm so pumped about it there's like five of my friends involved in this right you know like we're cooking we're making tea we're making cacao we're leading ceremony we're doing sounds we're mm. it because all of my friends got is with the shits right like we're all in it and like i want that for everyone whatever yeah. we want to do is at our fingertips you know there's one space right now let's get together and do it yeah. all it takes is determination all mm. it takes is like the will to do it yep organization you know like stepping out of our comfort zone and Absolutely. getting together and getting organized getting a plan like game plans together and like that's where i come in yeah i have the structure you know all you need to do is throw me your thoughts and then i'll get it all together right and now you have an entire class and now you have money and now you have business yeah you know that's it's mm. as easy as that there's no limits there's no limits there are amazing yeah so what would you tell someone who's maybe listening to this who's maybe never practiced yoga or who is really not and like has a spiritual practice or is in touch spiritually what would you what would you say to them i would say that um you just gotta start somewhere mm. and this is a space for you yeah um because and to be honest like the reason I said yes to starting the studio is because I know what it felt like to not be seen other places. Right. I know what it felt like to go somewhere and not feel like this was my space. Mm. Uh, I lived in New Orleans for like seven months mm -hmm. and I, not to say that I didn't like the yoga community there, but it just wasn't for me. Absolutely. And so I said yes because I knew this was for me. Right. Like I knew that I had to start yeah. my own space. Um, so I create and cultivate this community so that people can feel safe. And so you're going to just feel like you're at home. You're going to feel like you just woke up and now your mom's making pancakes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, that's how it's going to feel. Like, I promise you. And that's where how so many of my people that come to the studio feel. They're like, you're just so comforting, like your sweet voice and like, yeah. the way that you hold the people. And I'm like, I wish I could tell everyone this that struggles to come. Right. It's just once you get past that first class, you just have to get past those beginner's jitters. Mm -hmm. And then once you're in, girl, you're in because that's like the space is now yours. Right. 
you are now a part of the community. And there's and there's space for everyone. Yeah. Like they everyone is welcome. Like bring your tricks, bring your gifts, bring your bring your fears and insecurities, like bring it. And you can do so many things. Mm-hmm. There's meditation. Yep. There's slow flow. There's yin with no heat. Right. There's power. There's just so many different things. Something that you can for try. everyone. Every single class is different on the schedule. Right. There's only slow flow twice on the schedule. Right. But everything else has a different name. Yeah. Because I like literally want to show everybody that yoga is not linear. Mm. Healing is not linear. It absolutely isn't. Try different shits. Try yes. everything. I don't like doing the same thing every day. No. I mean, the style of yoga that I am certified in is for you to keep doing the same thing. Yeah. Every time without changing it. Right. And um, I don't teach that style of yoga in the studio because I truly don't believe in the fact that you have to stay the same. Right. And do the same things. Right. So anyways, basically, if you're new to yoga and you have done it, welcome in. Right. Welcome home. Welcome home. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love that. And another thing, too, that I've noticed from your classes, because I felt so, when I started yoga, I felt so intimidated Mm -hmm. because I hadn't practiced much and I couldn't do inversions and, you know, I'm not as stretchy as everyone else. There's all this, like, comparison. But I remember my first yoga class at your studio and no one gave a fuck. No one cared. It's like No one was looking at me. Right. Because people literally think that we're about to be, like, crazy yogis in there but ain't nobody doing that right well and even if you are like doing your own thing and going above and beyond everyone's just proud to like be there but also to be sharing a space with like all these cool people yeah like yeah. we're literally just in it for the energy for the end for the vibes that's what we were saying just all about the vibes ain't nobody looking at you no like it was so cute yesterday there were two guys in there it was their first time they oh, were like, fun. they literally made us laugh so much because we didn't care what they did but right. they cared so much and they yeah. thought we were looking at them mm. and like we were going into like the back bend portion and i'm always like do what you want y'all i don't care if you do a right. back bend so i told these guys that and they're pushing they're pushing they're trying to get in <laughs> and one of them said we're trying y'all sorry don't judge us <laughs> and everyone starts laughing because it's funny we don't care right we're not looking. It's a space to play. Yeah, we yeah. were laughing so hard. Everyone is like, turns over and we're all laughing, looking at them. And it's, it was one of the most proudest, like one of the most proud moments. I Yeah. As an owner. Love that. When everyone in the class is just giggling together. And yes. like the newbies are making like their little space there. Yes. And that's just the energy there. We're just like literally hanging out <laughs> and sweating casually. Love it. Yeah. That's so good. Well, thank you for taking the time to come on here and to have this conversation. And also, thank you for all the amazing work you're doing in the community because you really are a trailblazer. For me, for everyone, you're a leader. And your power inspires everyone else to step into their power. And it also holds us all accountable. Mm. You know, like you're, you're like, do it. Step up. Come on. What are you waiting for? And I just, I admire you and I'm grateful for you and I appreciate you. Thank you. I receive that fully and mm. like, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Just like this podcast. I say, Jade, you ready? Let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> Hello. What you waiting for? <laughs>